0: Welcome to the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League, your home for fantasy wrestling. I'm your host, The Peach Machine. Alongside me is my co-host, Dabble Dab. And tonight, we've got a huge show for you guys. It's the pay-per-view event of the month, yet to be named. But Dabble Dab, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm all right, man. It's uh, the night of SummerSlam here. I'm not watching any of it. Instead, I'm creating fake fantasy wrestling with you.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. We've got the the summer, the summer, biggest show of the summer by the WWE, and we're just ignoring it because we're going to play in our brains. Um, yeah, good.
1: a brony's going to peg someone.
0: <laughs> You're not going to get that on SummerSlam. I'm actually supposed to do a show with Ed in San Antonio uh, either tomorrow or sometime this week discussing the most recent women's wrestling extravaganza um, from SummerSlam and NXT. So I will be going back and watching the NXT show and the SummerSlam at least the women's matches. So I'll be watching that. But you're not going to watch any of it, huh?
1: Nah. You gotta do your homework though. I heard the Candice Candis and Io Shirai was the best match of TakeOver, but I heard it was a uh, overall disappointing TakeOver. I mean, it I heard was, it was good, but the bar's been so high.
0: That's exactly right. TakeOver has been so, you know, just roundly applauded by everybody that yeah, it's it's got to be hard to top. Every show there, but but they do it right, man. With that takeover show, they do like fucking five or six matches. It's like two two hours, two hours and thirty minutes, and they just all up wrestling.
1: It's been creeping up in that runtime lately, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Eventually, it'll just be four hours like everything else, and then I'll just stop watching it all together. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Um, our, so tell us what happened last week on Tuesday night, turmoil, before building up to our big pay per view event.
1: Michael Elgin came out, and uh, as we all know, he's a, a brony now, but, like, he's also the sub for Kevin Owens' wife, who, uh, you know, like, hits him with a whip, and, like, her son rides him to the ring. And I imagine he's, like, incredibly scantily clad. Long story short, he beat the shit out of James Ellsworth and the boys and pegged them. Did he peg them?
0: He, he pegged James Ellsworth, and he was about to peg the boys, yeah. but... There was a save made by one Kevin, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens,
1: yeah. Kevin Owens came out, and uh, Elgin got the best of him a little bit. Velveteen Dream came out because he had been plowing Kevin Owens' wife until Elgin came along. Mm-hmm. Together, they were able to run Elgin off, right?
0: That is correct. So they, the, the two wife plowers have uh, <laughs> joined forces, at least for the, for the moment.
1: we got to save our wife, yeah. Alright, so Punishment Martinez was going ape shit backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was wanting to know who jumped in, basically. He was accusing uh, Samoa Joe or Jeff Cobb.
0: Right, and as he was doing so... <laughs> yeah. As he was doing so, uh, Roderick Strong came up behind him and was like, Hey man, they didn't have anything to do with it, but I know who did, and here's a clue. And he gave him a clue, <laughs> <laughs> and the clue was... In a manila envelope, and it was a 8x10 autographed photo of Roderick Strong. And then he moseyed away, and Punishment got super furious.
1: I forgot about that. I actually like that. <laughs> <laughs> the rare things that I'm actually like, that would actually be good. Speaking of not good, The Baroness, with Christy Mist, Melina, and Stacey Keebler, beat a drunk Jimmy Uso... Uh, trying to impress the women, but they were too they were still bereaved over the vendor bender getting hit by a car
0: uh. Yeah, yeah, by by a drunk Jimmy you yeah. uh, so yeah So they were they were mourning um, And he, I think he had a match didn't he? The Baroness had a match and was trying to show off for the ladies But they were just not having anything of it.
1: they were too sad. Yeah, yeah um, Norman Smiley versus Xavier Woods. I have Norman Smiley with the W here. Did he get it on the technicality with Lance Storm as the ref? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. So uh, Lance uh, cited a rare rule in the rule book that was a disqualification, and Xavier was disqualified.
0: So the rule was Xavier accidentally grabbed the tag rope in a non tag rope or a non tag match, and that got him disqualified.
1: Kevin Sullivan was talking to all of his kind of acolytes, Bray Wyatt, Luchasaurus, and Dirty Ron McDonald, and they were arguing over who was going to be the number one contender. And they basically
0: came to the agreement it should be a triple threat match with the winner of that being the number one contender, right? And that was going to be booked for later tonight. Later tonight.
1: Uh, Tommy Chompers squashed Big T, and the milkman came on the screen, and he was petting the cat, and he cut basically just a uh, heel promo on Chompers. Yep. Wow. So the
0: cat's, cat's coming for the rat.
1: Cat's coming for the rat, baby. Triple H uh, promo with Matt Taven, 20-minute promo. uh,
0: Triple H uh, said that it's time for Taven to play the game, and they play by the rules here, and and, uh, he and Taven are there to to get back what's rightfully theirs, the World Heavyweight Championship.
1: AJ Styles was intent on proving that the earth was flat to Tracy Smothers and Shaq, so he was doing an experiment where he was climbing to the top of this tall tower, and he was going to take pictures and show that there was no curves. And so he started climbing.
0: He started climbing. And that was the first segment.
1: Osprey and Vincent went to a 60-minute draw.
0: Yes. no, yeah. that was the one that was... A, a, we ran that back from two weeks ago where they went to a 30... Well, they almost went to a draw. But uh, who got the victory there the first time?
1: Uh, I think it was Osprey. Osprey
0: got... Osprey got the victory because Vincent threw him over the top rope. Yeah. So this time, Vincent got or Vincent got the victory over Osprey, right? Or was it a draw?
1: I have Disco Country run in. I think they bashed everyone with guitars.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It was a big schmaz.
1: Yeah, as usual. So then it was Luchasaurus versus Ron versus Bray, and as it's heating up. You cut back to AJ scaling the tower and he gets to the top and then you just see him fall from like 500 feet up and he just lands and you just see a bunch of dust and shit fly up in the air everybody's screaming, the camera's shaking and uh, Tony Schiavone comes out and he stops the match in the middle of the match. He's like, we got an emergency here. The world champion's dead. And uh, (laughs) He's not dead, but he thought he was dead. And so, we kind of ended the show on a cliffhanger.
0: That was a cliffhanger, yeah, So we didn't we didn't f- figure out who, who won the main event either.
1: No, it, didn't, it was, yeah, it was canceled due to an emergency.
0: As, as you put it last week, as, or as Tony Schiavone put it last week, 9-11 style news. <laughs> one, one crazy man plummets to not quite death.
1: Oh, that's awful.
0: Yeah. Huh. So, so, there we are. Right.
1: What a card.
0: What a card! And that's leading up to our big pay-per-view extravaganza, yet to be named. But I—we were tentatively going with Battle of the Bands, but then you brought that, brought up that you know maybe we'd already done a Battle of the Bands, yeah. and uh, so we need—we need a name for this pay, this PPV. I just say
1: last-minute notice because that's exactly what it is. We were going to try to have a guest, and then we couldn't get anybody, and so we're just going to do it last-minute notice.
0: I like it. Last-minute notice. Yeah, we. So we put out a Twitter who you would like to see guests, our guests for this week's pay-per-view. And the, the choices were Lance Storm, uh, Ed in San Antonio, Des Walker, or Craig Propert. And Lance won by a landslide. And of course, I tried to get in contact with Lance and he no-sold us. So fuck Lance Storm. Who could blame him? Right here. What?
1: Who could blame him?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know. He's got better shit to do. And also, we were filming during SummerSlam, which is a big day for the Wrestling.com website, also known as China Buffet Day. Did you participate in Super China Buffet Day?
1: Hell no. I don't go outside.
0: Yeah, yeah I hate outside. It's not so much the outside, it's the people. So, we've got a big pay-per-view in front of us. we got about 15 minutes to book the card. I've been just wolfing down little styrofoam cups full of, full of coffee. Um, you've been smoking about 80 of those e-cigs at a time. So, uh, what do we got? What do we got on the, on the docket?
1: I actually did have quite a bit of coffee. Um, well, we got to have something with Elgin and Dream and Kevin Owens. So i say it's a three-way dance for the wife.
0: Okay. Shark cage. We did a shark cage last time.
1: Yeah, she doesn't need to be in a cage, but... Actually, she she has been with Elgin, so she should probably be restrained where she can't interfere with someone, right?
0: Yeah, she should be restrained.
1: Alright, fuck it. Put her well, in.
0: No, no. She should be in, like, like, what her horse is in. A barn. Stables? Stables? Yeah. She's in a stable.
1: So we put a stable at ringside?
0: This is a stable match.
1: Alright. I um, also got the three-way Battle of the Bands with Disco Country, Three-Man Band, and California Raisins.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a good one. What are we doing uh, for the title? Well, that's something we had to figure out, too, because we don't have a number one contender, and our world championship champion may be dead. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. All right, we'll get to that when we get to that.
1: Well, I mean, that's going to involve some people. Okay. Pull up yeah,
0: You're right. Well, like maybe the- we... It was supposed to be a three-way dance to determine the number one contender, and we have Tony Schiavone say that um, AJ is unfit to compete tonight, and so we're creating an interim championship.
1: Oh, everyone loves that.
0: Everyone loves interim championships. Oh. So, when,
1: what, what kind of what do we do to determine it? Is it a tournament? Is it a gimmick match?
0: Well, it was going to be this, that three-way dance, but I think we should have. We should add a fourth person to it. We should add punishment to that match. he just walk the yeah, but He got beat up. Maybe he could add himself to it. Like, come out and get involved.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to add myself to it then.
0: Okay. You, you haven't been a character yet.
1: <laughs> I'm going to debut you.
0: <laughs> What's you your can gimmick? add
1: yourself to it. That's what I'm going to do. Ron versus Lucha versus Bray.
0: Versus punishment? Versus punishment. <laughs> uh, hey! What is this?
1: Versus, uh... Versus I'm, you. I'm going to read it, too.
0: Versus DabbleDob. Versus Dabble-Dob. Versus... I need a gimmick. You do need a gimmick. I don't need Dabble doll, I don't want to be my alter ego. Do you want to be... a fireman?
1: I could be like Chris Champion's son. Who's that? No wait, what was that guy's name? He teamed with Todd Champion. They were like the All-Americans or something. In WCW, in like the mid-90s. One was a fireman, one was a soldier. I think it was Todd Champion. <gasps> And chip, firebreaker chip.
0: Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, firebreaker. I don't want to be the firebreaker. <laughs> All right, um,
1: I'll be—I'll just be the firebreaker, and I'm just a fireman.
0: I said, I just imagine you being some sort of like uh, Papa Shango-esque character with like a, a colorful shield and a staff.
1: So I'm not a fireman. You're
0: the firebreaker.
1: Yeah, but that's you, what you... Ch-
0: okay, if I, you, want, you just want to be a straight fireman, go for it.
1: Yeah, I want to work a fireman gimmick.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: I feel like the vignettes are easy. <laughs> like I'm Lots res-
0: of great puns.
1: I'm rescuing a cat out of a tree. You know. Yeah. I'm carrying a ladder. I'm helping the neighborhood. But I'm also just going to do a surprise debut. To kind of work, yes, yes. Fair enough. Alright, so Triple H and Taven are going to have a match against Joe and Cobb, the tag team champions, right? Right. And Moxley's been in the middle of this also.
0: Moxley's been in the middle of it just randomly, yeah.
1: I see we do a triple threat match somehow between those three entities. Between the Sovereign, Triple H and Taven, and Moxley.
0: Yeah, you wanted to do that. Uh, and so does Moxley have a partner or, or he's just no. lone wolf in it?
1: He's just lone wolf. So the other guys have to tag in and out, but he's in the whole time.
0: Okay. I, that's interesting. I don't, I've do not i never seen that match before, so yeah, let's do it.
1: Um, are we going to do anything with the Baroness and the Vendor Bender?
0: I think we have to, yeah. So the we, we, last we saw was the vending machine getting hit by a car. Uh, maybe we do a, a hospital vignette with him, <laughs> but it can't be a hospital. It has to be some sort of like machine shop.
1: All right. I got you there. Um, what about Jiu-Jitsu Rob? Producer Rob from the Brian and Vinny show. He's our Jiu-Jitsu shooter game.
0: Yeah, and he's been stumbling his way into the submission wins. Um, let's give him a step up in competition for the pay-per-view here and... Uh, see what he can do with with somebody, someone who's a better better worker.
1: Okay. Do you want him to win?
0: I think I do. <laughs> okay, then.
1: Let me look at the list of names that we have. Because he's going to... You want him to win?
0: Well, I think it should be more challenging. Rather than he just gets a fluke, he he gets... Maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, he could be, what do you think? Ricochet, Seidel... Uh, Seidel. He loses the he
1: beats Seidel. Dreamer. Okay. Um. What match was this now? Seidel versus who?
0: Producer Rob.
1: Oh shit! Is this a dark match?
0: No, this is a, this is a, on the pay per view. Fuck. Uh,
1: we've fallen pretty far. <laughs> we started off hot. Um. All right, is there anything else uh, to add? Um, I was doing some shit, but I think we've got enough about adding
0: RVD. Okay. He can get involved in the producer rob match.
1: Oh, wh- what are Shack and uh, Oh yeah, Shaq and Crazy Smothers. Crazy Smothers, shouldn't they be like claiming they want something to do with the world title or something?
0: Yeah, they should they should be representing and I think yeah, we should put those three in there as well
1: all right so we've got six guys total we could do some sort of gimmick match and we just move punishment out of it then you got okay. right bray Shaq smothers flip
0: how about 3v3 whoever gets the win whoever gets the the pinfall gets the is the interim champion all right Flip Shack Smothers.
1: All right, man, I think that's a full card.
0: Alright. Well, if it's a full card, then it's time to ring that bell.
1: And we start off with Matt Sidell. Is he still doing his Bailey gimmick?
0: It's not a gimmick. He's he's morphed. Okay, so is Sasha with him? Sasha's with him.
1: Alright. And he's going to take on Jujitsu Rob in a supposed step-up in competition, even though he's not won in months.
0: Uh, okay, so Rob, this needs to be a little bit more competitive than, than his his squash wins. Uh, but Seidel gets a lot of heat on him early, and then oh, God. <laughs> Rob makes a Rob makes a comeback with some with some guard sweeps and
1: uh <laughs> i'm imagining this match in my head
0: yeah bad sidell ssp's right into a triangle
1: oh what an idiot what a freaking loser he's any he taps or does he go limp taps
0: oh just immediately immediately oh what a bitch <laughs> rob's got a, he had the perfect angle he had the great Hamstring flexion to really secure the triangle. What Sasha do? Sasha weeps.
1: I think she should try to hit a shooting star, and she just gets triangle on top of it.
0: Yes. God. She he tries the shooting star for the save, and he catches another triangle. Double triangle.
1: All right. Video package detailing. The long history of Tommaso Ciampa, aka Tommy Chompers, and Chavo Guerrero Jr. known as the Milkman. It's been like thirty weeks brewing here. And yes. Chavo, the Milkman, was bested in the boiler Room brawl and he has enlisted the help now of the cat. In the in the match of cat versus rat, we got Tommy Chompers versus the cat. What's the story of this one? Cat and mouse, I guess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the rat keeps squirming away. Cat keeps going after him. Um, I, I think the cat has to get the win here, right?
1: I don't know. I kind of would like if the cat looks strong. And like you said, in the game of cat and mouse, like Chompers goes under the rope. Cat, like, goes, lunges for him and kind of goes through the ropes. Chompers slides back in and schoolboys him and gets the win. And then the cat or uh, Chompers can just get new minions okay but the cat can still hang around like he lost but he takes like most of the match right right are you good with that you have to go with um, any milk related activities
0: we could do we could do like a slip and fall and look up some milk or we could do milk in the eyes or
1: I think there's an obligatory obligatory spot where Chavo just like pours milk all in his mouth it's very sexual
0: <laughs> okay
1: all right. Um, the three-way battle of the bands, there can be only one band has been determined.
0: Um, yeah. And then we need to break these motherfuckers up. Yeah. Their their merch is not selling anymore. Yeah. This couldn't be over in any way. Right, right. So we have three bands. We have the new three-man band of Cowboy Kenny Cowboy Omega. Yep. Quicksilver Will Ospreay and The Drifter versus Disco Country, which is Disco Inferno, David Arquette, and Jeff Jarrett against the California Raisins, which is a doo-wop band consisting of Bill Goldberg, who is now named William D. Williams, and aka Billy D. Williams, and Vincent and Stevie Ray. Correct?
1: I can't believe you
0: got that right, but yeah. I know. (laughs) Unbelievable.
1: So... What, what kind of match do you have here?
0: I think this is a big brawl.
1: Everyone just gets their shit in. Like,
0: lots of finishers. Their money, lots their of kickouts. Yeah. yeah.
1: Here's yeah. how I think it should end. And feel free to just say, no, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I think there should be some realization where there can be only one band, like was stated earlier. But somehow, Goldberg... Cowboy Kenny and Jeff Jarrett realized they could join forces and become the super And they could be oh. the best of all three stables together.
0: That's great. And all
1: they right. kind of around and beat the fish. and like Jarrett's calling everyone slap nuts and hitting them with guitars and Billy D Williams is hitting jackhammers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're just running wild. And who's the third guy? Jeff Jarrett Goldberg and uh, Cowboy Kenny.
0: Okay. They're gonna they're gonna form the super group.
1: Yeah, they 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 kind of all put their uh, forces. So they on the super they group.
0: they just kind of like turn on their own band members.
1: Yeah, they're the only ones getting the offense in the match.
0: Okay. Okay. For
1: each of their teams, and they kind of like realize that like, hey, we're the cream of the crop here. We're the fucking super group. Yes. Yeah. The crowd's confused, but. We just hurry him along and we, like, dim the lights and play the next video pack.
0: <laughs> so no winner.
1: Yeah. No. Match is still going on. So the Baroness comes out with Christy Miss Molina and Stacy Keebler and we get the Vendor Bender update. He was hit by a drunk driver, which shattered his uh, vending machine body.
0: So so you want, you want the, the Baroness to cut, like, a promo? I imagine they go to the ring and they watch the update video. Okay, and they we we, sh- we see like uh, a new piece of glass being inserted. Like you, you don't <laughs> see, <laughs> you see like you know welding sparks and you know guys wearing those you know masks and uh, wrenches and things like that. And then I think, I think we just kind of leave it like that, and then we we could re- we could bring bring them back as like. Uh, you know, what would be an updated version of a vending machine? I like think you got... Red box. I think... <laughs> <laughs> that's wait, pretty good.
1: The Baron, the Baroness is wearing, like, an extra slutty dress and extra makeup this week. But Christy Miss, malene and Stacey Keebler are just watching the update video. And he's just, like... He's at his wits' end now. They won't pay attention to him. They only paid attention to the gender bender. They only pay attention to the vendor bender now, even when he's not around. And he just hits the end of days on all three of them. And he oh, just, shit. He just destroys them. He's like, I'm tired of fucking around.
0: <laughs> he's the shit out of them. Right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, people love that. People love that man on woman violence.
1: Speaking of man on woman violence, we get. The Velveteen Dream, out to the ring. He had been having sex with Kevin Owens' wife. Kevin Owens comes out to the ring. Michael Elgin comes out to the ring with Kevin Owens' wife and son by his side, right? Yeah. All right, we've got a three-way dance, and she's in a shark cave, right? She's in a stable. Oh, God. The stable, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) So what's this, <laughs> this match elgin's like a, a monster who will peg you
0: elgin's got that dangerous and uh, whenever he wants to unleash it um you know dream and owens kind of have to like cautiously work together to take down the monster elgin um so what's what's a horse's like kryptonite broken legs oh that's right yeah broken legs I can send him to the glue factory.
1: (laughs) If I know anything about horses, it's glue factories.
0: (laughs) And if he doesn't win, we're going to the glue factory, and he can't come.
1: Imagine Michael Elgin running around like a fucking pony with Kevin Owens throwing chop blocks at his knees, and he has to sell it. Okay, that's a good match
0: that's a great match. It could be like, it's like a Kurt Hennig cell job that, you know, he used to always get his leg kicked out from under him. And he always, ah, backflip cell.
1: Yeah. So they would work the legs, but I imagine at some point, I mean, one of them's got to go for the win, right? They both can't win.
0: They both can't win. And they get into a little, a little shoving match. And one of them gets shoved out of the ring and, or maybe they conk heads or something. And one of them ends up, you know, presenting and, oh. uh, <laughs> And Mr. Elgin gets the pegging in, and then the one, two, three.
1: All right, I, I got it. The okay. bonehead, head, like you said. And so Kevin Owens now is bent over, and his asshole is just wide open. And Elgin, Elgin just warms it up, and he pegs him. Right. Right. When out of nowhere, Kevin Owens' son comes up, and schoolboys, both of them at the same time, and pins them. And he wins the match and now he has possession of Kevin Owen's wife and they just start making it out.
0: <laughs> How old is Kevin Owen's son? I imagine him being like seven.
1: He's I was thinking older than that, like eight.
0: Oh, okay. Well, all right. I'll agree to disagree. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> yeah. That she gets out of the stable, they just start making out.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, I know. All right. If if you, you said it, it's happened. Why would he schoolboy both of them?
1: He's strong for his age. Okay. Because Kevin Owens has bent over, right? Right. Elgin is pegging him, right? Oh, and I see,
0: I see. I see. He's it's just, up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's just a double roll up. So yeah, he he pinned. So symbolically, see what happened. He pinned the original, his own father, and he also pinned a surrogate. Uh, his mother's sur- submissive surrogate. Yeah. I mean, that's like Shakespeare, really.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a little Oedipus. All right.
1: The Sovereign versus Moxley versus Triple H and Taven. So are they like the tag titles on the line? Is yes. Moxley's TV title on the line?
0: All the titles are on the line. So how's that work? If you pin Moxley, whoever pins him gets to be the TV champion. And if you pin one of the Sovereign, then that person gets to be, or that team gets to be the, the tag team champions.
1: The Moxley could win the tag titles?
0: That's what I think should happen. Oh, my God.
1: So that's what you want to happen.
0: I want Moxley to be be a triple champion.
1: All right, how does that happen? How do we get there?
0: I think the Sovereign, you know, they, they quadruple team Mox early to get him out of the way. Then they have a, a, a pretty pretty vicious tag team match between Triple H and Taven and the Sovereign and uh, Moxley like they're going for a finish and Moxley like you know does his breaks it up and hits the end of, or hits the what's he call it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 Moxley yeah. what's his Death Rider, yeah, he hits the Death Rider on on Cobb, pins Cobb and then lay, lays out Triple H again.
1: I love it. I think that's perfect. Moxley is the tag champion and the TV champion.
0: Yeah. He's the new Jeff Cobb. Right. And he beat Jeff Cobb. Except, he's, except he's both tag team champions.
1: That's crazy. It's the first ever. So that takes us to how we're going to determine the new world champion. Used to be prestigious. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, Tracy Smothers, Flip Gordon versus Ron Luchasaurus, and Bray Wyatt. And somehow someone's gotta get a pin and that person will be the world champion, according to Tony Chavoni.
0: Yes. The interim world champion. So who should get that win? I know who my pick is. Who is it? Luchasaurus.
1: I was thinking Ron. Okay. Ron wins it back. You do the thing where Luchasaurus is about to pin Shaq, and Ron somehow blind tags in, and he gets the win instead of Lucha, even though Lucha does the heavy lifting.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good.
1: And then Ron's a two-time champion, and it sets up Ron versus Luchasaurus. Yes. And it's kind of like... A breakup of uh, Kevin Sullivan's stable somehow, I guess.
0: Yeah. Okay. We could go with that.
1: So Shaq's got to be the one that gets pinned, right? Right. i got to keep Smother strong.
0: <laughs> well, he, he, he wasn't much in the matches. He was making out with his daughter.
1: I know. I, I see where this is going, honestly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oof. Okay, well, Dirty Ron McDonald, two-time champion. I hope you appreciate it. If you're still
0: alive after
1: Nick Gage.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't know how I didn't hear I haven't heard from him since that match.
1: His distance up, I <sighs> yeah,
0: that was Fist Combat versus GCW, so that was a hell of a show, I'm sure. But our show was amazing. Last minute notice. We're gonna get a guest on the next time here. Probably be Craig Proper here uh, from the WrestlingObserver.com website. But uh, so, ne- yeah, we have four more. No, that was our pay-per-view. We got four weeks of TV and then another pay-per-view. So that's how we roll here on the Comedy Suplex Wrestling League, our fantasy booking show for Dabble Dab on the Peach Machine. And we're going to leave you with our final three words, as we always do. No, no sh- show prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of did it. Mm-hmm.